0: Welcome to the Mastering Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Matt, and today is the eighth and final episode of season four. Now, one of the topics that continue to come up for me in my work is self-awareness, being aware of your own thoughts and being aware of what you're feeling. When I coach, a lot of what I do is reflect back what I'm hearing my clients say and to help facilitate and increase more awareness in their lives. Now, I firmly believe that a good sports psychologist errs on the side of not giving advice to their clients, but instead, we help people gain a deeper understanding and increase self-awareness to their current challenges and, and ask really good questions that help people think so that they can find their own solutions to their roadblocks. It's about clarity and finding more clarity in their lives because clarity equals freedom. Now, athletes these days are required to do so much more than just physical training and skill mastery. It doesn't matter how talented you are now. You have to put in the work because competition has increased so much over the years I mean, you hear celebrities and NBA athletes talking about uh, the woman on the LPGA Tour. For example, this recent LPGA Tour event, the Hilton Grand Tournament of Champions, former host of Bachelor in Paradise, Wells Adams, he was interviewed and he was talking about how good these women really are when you watch them up close and personal. These days, the most successful athletes display an extremely high level of mental and emotional control. Not only do they have a command of the golf ball, they have a command of their entire being. And this brings me to the topic which we're going to be discussing today. Who's in charge? The thinker or the thought? Now, what does this mean to you? Think about it. No pun intended. Many people, without realizing this, are controlled by their thoughts. A thought enters their mind, and suddenly their entire emotional system gets hijacked. In psychology, we call this an amygdala hijack. And essentially, when we become so emotional that our rational and thinking brain, it just goes out the window, out the door. And... We end up doing or saying or even behaving in ways that are out of character for us. This, my friend, unfortunately happens to all of us. But going back to this question, who's in charge? The thinker or the thought? In this situation, when we get emotionally or amygdala hijacked, the thought becomes the master. And we are heavily influenced by this thought as it takes over our lives and how we react. If it was reversed, and let's just say the thinker was in charge of this thought, then there's a level of calm or groundedness. And no matter what types of thoughts are trying to get into the mind of the thinker and try to throw the thinker off their game, this thinker is able to respond appropriately, rather than react out of necessity. When an athlete is able to gain control over their thoughts, this doesn't mean that they control what types of thoughts they have. Rather, they control what types of thoughts they allow or not allow to influence them. So again, it's not about controlling the types of thoughts we have it's it's about how we respond to the thoughts that enter our mind and think about this for a second think about our emails in our inbox emails are like thoughts we get a lot of them every single day and I think about half of the emails I get are junk or spam mail right and no matter how many emails I get I am still in control As the person managing my emails, I have the ability to create folders and I have the ability to send certain emails to the trash or maybe into my primary inbox. I even have the ability, whether or not I'm going to open the email or leave it unread. I mean, this is my choice because I am the master of my emails. Even if I don't have any control over the type of emails that come into my inbox, Just like my mind, if I treat my thoughts as if they were emails, each thought has a subject and a heading to them. And if the subject line or the thought is positive and productive in what I'm trying to currently achieve or do in this moment, then I'm going to open it up and entertain it. I'm going to let it influence me because it's only going to help me reach my desired goal. And if the thought has a negative subject line or just feels like a spam attack waiting to happen as soon as I click it open and and engage with it, then I have a choice to ignore it or I have a choice to send it straight to my trash folder in my brain. Successful athletes, they become master of their own thoughts, not because they're more talented or better than we are. It's because they work on it. See, they first start by understanding that there's a system to learn about this whole mental game and mental awareness. So when they become aware of it, they explore it. They try it out. They make mistakes. They pick themselves back up and try again and explore some more. Self-awareness is a lifelong journey. And as they say, the only person getting in the way of what you want in your life is you. If you want to be in charge of your life, one of the most crucial skills to hone in this year, I believe, is self-awareness. And as we close this season of the Mastering Mindset podcast, I want you to really reflect on this question. Who is in charge of your life? The thinker, you, or your thoughts? Thank you for tuning in to the Mastering Mindset Podcast. I really appreciate you being with me throughout season four. And as we are gearing up for a very exciting season five, I will be interviewing some incredible leaders in our country and we titled season five, What Golf Taught Me About. And I have a line of guest speakers who are movers and shakers in their own industry, who are once competitive athletes or competitive golfers are currently very avid golfers that bring in lessons that they learned on the golf course and how they've translated these lessons into successful performance results both in life and their line of business so stay tuned and i hope to share this next season with you